From the Golden State in Porterville, California, this is MMA Math. Real fighters, real fights, real discussions. With your host, Professor Diaz, and the former featherweight Bellator champion of the world and former bantamweight UFC title challenger, Joe Soto. Welcome, everyone. This is MMA Math, where the fighter meets the numbers, where we go beyond the hype and beyond the transitive property. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing good. I'm just ready to get into these uh, fight conversations. All right, man. Let's do it. In today's episode, we'll take a closer look at two fights scheduled for this coming weekend. We'll talk about some of the things I picked up by looking at the numbers and some of the details Joe sees that might make the difference for this fight. Also, a little later on our show, we will be hearing from you, the fans. This time, however, I'm going to pick one of the questions you've been sending in, and Joe will give it a shot. All right, Joe, ready to talk some fights? Yes, sir. So what do you have for us today? Which fight is on your mind? I think the uh, there's two good fights on this card that we should uh, get into and talk about them. Uh, Derek Lewis versus Daniel Cormier is a good fight. I think we should get cover that one. And uh, Israel Asanya. Adesanya. Adesanya. Uh-huh. I'm bad with that name. Versus uh, Derek Bronson. Man, I was hoping you picked that fight that includes the, the, the last style bender. He's like becoming one of my favorites. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen the last style bender fight, take the time to watch him. Tune in. He, to me, he's kind of like a mesmerizing and how he fights. It's like watching something out of the Matrix movies or something like that. Uh, this one should be fun, and we're going to the garden on this one. Okay, so let's begin with a Daniel, Daniel Cormier fight versus Derek Lewis. Cormier is flying from the Golden State, and Lewis is leading the Lone Star State. Okay, Joe, so uh, let's talk about DC for a minute here first here. It's now been three months since he became a two-division champ. He knocked out the longest reigning heavyweight champion of all time, Stipe Miocic. Uh, DC initially promised to defend both belts, but that's not happening. The belt is now up for grabs. John Jones, his nemesis, returns in December in a rematch against the mauler Alexander Gustafsson. So that belt is gone. Now, DC has also said he has only one more fight after his clash before retiring. So what is his mindset coming into this fight? I think he's happy right now, actually, being a heavyweight. You don't have to cut weight. So I think he's feeling good. Uh, I think he definitely likes this matchup. I think it's a good matchup for him. So I think he's pretty confident coming into this uh this fight, especially after, like you said, beating beating Stipe and convincingly, you know, like stopping him. I think he's he's got a strong mind coming into this one, very confident and probably pretty happy that he don't have to cut no more weight. What about getting that belt taken away from him? Do you think that's going to be any factor at all? No, I don't think so. You know, um, I think he, he, he got that belt defended a few times, but I think he's probably has a lot more uh, enjoyment fighting the heavyweight, I, w- I would imagine, but maybe... Maybe we'll see him and John Jones later. We never know. All right. Now, he's fighting uh, Derek Lewis, the Black Beast. And so he just fought a few weeks ago. You know, come Saturday, it will only be four weeks since he fought. Now, he is on a three-fight win streak. But, you know, two of those by dramatic knockouts in the third round. The other fight, though, against Francis Ngannou was probably the opposite. That's like the worst fight in the heavyweight division I've ever seen. It was really boring. Just... I don't know what was going on in that fight. But anyways, you know, he's got a streak here, three fights. Uh, what's his mindset for this fight? I think his mind, obviously, anytime you're you're on a win streak, your your mind's pretty strong, uh, especially coming off that big, big knockout his last fight. Um, he, he, like I said, he's pretty confident. You know, he got his title shots. Probably heard he's making pretty good money for this one. So he's, he's pretty happy, you know, and, and knowing him. He has that one-shot power. You know, he has that, that puncher's chance, and I think he knows that. And I think he likes his chances in this fight. 
you know, I think, and, and like you said, it was short notice, but I think that kind of works in his favor. It's better for him, you know, because he's coming, he's, he's jumping in right into camp again. He's going to be in better shape this next fight than what we've seen on his last previous fight. So it might be to his benefit that he, he stays busy. Yeah, you know, the Black Beast has been all over the place on this. He, he says he's excited about this fight, but he's also mentioned a few times uh, that he has some health issues or some back problems. It's only been four weeks. You think that's a factor or he wouldn't have taken this fight if that was a factor? Well, if the money's good, he'd take the fight, right? <laughs> so, yeah, you never know um, with any fighter, like, what they're coming in with, what injuries they're coming in with. So if he's injured or anything or, you know, he he was thinking he was going to get some time to recover after that last one, that could be in his mind if he has an injury coming into this one. But even with the injury, like I said, that guy hits hard and he's always one punch away from, from ending the fight. All right, so in terms of size, both of these guys are big. Uh, Lewis is pretty consistent. He usually comes in around 265. He's done that his whole career, which is kind of ironic. You would think the other way around. But DC, on the other hand, started off his career as heavyweight. Now, when he fought at heavyweight, he was coming in at around 230, 240. He goes down to 205 and becomes a champ. Um, on his last fight against Stipe, he came in at 246. Derek Lewis is also a little taller. He's at he's at six foot three. This is only five eleven. This is a heavyweight division. Is size going to matter at all in this fight? I think just in terms of like punching power, right? Um, Derek's going to be the heavier handed fighter. Well, obviously he he's got gift in both hands, but um, I don't think so because DC's like I said, he's been a heavyweight before, plenty of times. He's always the smaller guy at heavyweight, right? He's always, he's used to being that smaller guy. He's trained with Kane Velasquez all this time, um, so I think he he's um, pretty well adjusted to dealing with uh, bigger bigger opponents. He's also a lot quicker, and I think that probably makes him more powerful. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah, definitely. The quickness, being quicker than these guys, you see the, those heavy punches coming. You see a lot more, especially you know he would jump down to two hundred five for for a while. So he he was fighting these quicker quicker athletes, more athletic guys actually too at two hundred five. I would think. And uh, so he's going to see some of these winging punches coming at him. Uh, but if he don't see one, that's that's where the problem is, you know, those heavy those heavy haymakers. All right. Now, what about endurance? This is scheduled for five rounds. Comrie has gone five rounds twice against the Mahler, Alexander Gustafsson, and John Jones. Derek has been twice into the fourth round, but has never seen a fifth round. Uh, who has the edge here? Yeah, definitely DC has the edge, you know, especially coming from the wrestling background. Uh, wrestlers kind of have that that extra gas tank. Um, they're used to pushing pushing each other. You know, in practices for like an hour straight, we wrestlers usually wrestle for like an hour straight. So he definitely has a gas tank. Obviously, he's a smaller guy, you know what I mean? And um, Derek has got a lot of weight to carry around. Those big old arms too, uh, big old hands. He's got to hold up for five rounds. It's going to be... If it goes to the fifth round, well, I don't think it's gonna go to the fifth round. But if it does, he's gonna be he's gonna be gassing for some win. I think DC definitely has the upper hand and, and an advantage in, as far as cardio and endurance. And Derek also keeps saying that he only trains for like one hour or something like that. He's like he doesn't really take it seriously. Is he just is this just banter, just talking, or do you think that's really just him who doesn't really train that much, like he says? Uh, he sounds like sounds like pretty truthful to me. But you never know. I mean, people lie a lot, so. Uh, but yeah, I think I heard that too. He trains for like forty-five minutes. Yeah. Uh, but he said he was training a lot longer for this fight, right? I think he said he he upped his training. So um, yeah, we'll see. That that's not a 
a good way to do it. Well, I don't know. It's been working for him, I guess. He's on a three-five win streak. That's true. All right. Now, stylistically, uh, Luz comes in as mainly a stand-up fighter. However, he's not the best of the strikers either. He doesn't have a heavy hand, like you said. Uh, he's been knocked out before by Mark Hunt, Sean Jordan, and even the meathead, Matt Mitrione. Uh, he's only been submitted once early in his career. On the other side of the cage, DC has 10 knockouts and 4 subs. Are we going to see fireworks in the stand-up, or is DC taking the beast down to the ground? I think the smarter thing, and I think DC's a smart fighter, I think he's going to um, you know, look to take this fight to the ground, make uh, D- um, Derek Carrier's way, you know, exhaust him on the ground, grapple with him. Clinch with them, you know. I think it's definitely gonna. He's gonna take him down, and and he's gonna try to pound him out, or you know, if, if the submission comes, he'll take it. But I think he's gonna definitely want to give, get it to the ground. I don't think he wants to give Derek any chance whatsoever to land one of those haymakers. So, if you're Lewis, knowing you're going against a better athlete, how do you approach this fight? Are your options limited? Yeah, it's definitely he's got some limited options. Uh, it's a, it's a tough fight for. For Lewis, stylistically, um, he's gonna have a he's gonna have a tough one on this one, but I think his best chance is obviously to to fight at a certain pace. You know, try to control the pace of the fight and not let uh, Daniel Cormier push him and make it a fast paced fight. I think um, if he could kind of stay away, avoid the clinches because DC's gonna want to wrestle him, clinch him up, try to take him down. If he could avoid the takedowns, avoid the clinches, which is gonna be really hard. You could stay at a, at a striking range and, and control his output too, you know, not just throwing those haymakers all over the place, but set up his his power, you know. He's got to do a better job of setting up his power and controlling the pace, um, I think, and try to set up that, that one shot, you know. Hopefully he could do that and it could be a, a good night for him, but he's just definitely got to avoid grappling, avoid the wrestling, and, and try to maybe even talk to him, you know, try to make DC lose his head and, and, and swing with them and punch with them. So maybe talking in there, get him out of his game. You know, that's that's what I would recommend, you know, talk some crap, I guess. I'm not big on crap talking, but in there, I think if he could do that, maybe uh, make it a shootout on the feet, that's his best shot. So he's got some very limited options against yeah. someone, an, an Olympic wrestler and champion in two divisions like Daniel Cormier. Um, how about if he just tries to maul him, tries to like uh, aggressively try to get close to... The only thing about doing that is like you said, you, you're not controlling your output. You're, you're wasting energy. If you just go out there and swinging crazy, you got to be smart. You got to control your, your burst, you know? You're going for a flurry, blah, 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 and then stop. And then control, breathe, breathe move 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 and then come back again blah, 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 blah. you know what i mean so so you can't just go wild you got to control when you're going to do it you know what i mean so he, so if he does do that it probably comes into dc's favor right yeah if he's going wild and bananas it's going to open him up actually for a shot or for the clinch you know cuz you're coming in with wide punches so i'm saying you got to you got to be really smart of how you attack this this guy now, what if you're DC? Knowing you're probably going to take one more big money fight in your career, do you come out and take charge of what's yours to defend the belt, to really just beat this guy, you know, get him out of the way right away? Or are you looking ahead for a big paycheck against uh, uh, another Jones fight or a, or a Lesnar fight? Is DC taking the beast lightly? I don't think so. He's a, uh, DC's a smart guy. He knows, I mean, anytime you're in there, 
a lot of fighters are, right? I mean, anytime you're in there, you know anything can happen, especially with Derek Lewis. So I don't think he's going to take, he's not taking that power lightly. He knows that if he could get this to the ground, it, it's definitely in his advantage. So I don't, and I, he probably got the eye on the future, obviously, the eye on the big John Jones fight, Brock Lesnar fight, but, but he knows this guy's a dangerous guy in front of him. And I think he's going to, he's going to try to get it down immediately and, and start controlling the fight and, and try to end it on the ground. Now, knowing that he knows that, you know, Derek Lewis just fought just four weeks ago, is he going to try to exploit this? And how would he do that? Yeah, like is it just make it a fast, be in his face right away off the bat, make it a fast-paced fight, make him wrestle, take a lot of shots, make him defend a lot of shots, clinch him up, be heavy on his arms, be in his face the whole time, but just make him fight, you know, right off the bat. He wants to make... Derek Lewis sprint right off the bat. So right when the bell rings, he needs to be right in his face and start wrestling, boom, boom, and, and have him breathing hard right off the bat. If he could get him tired in the first five rounds, sometimes those big guys can't recover right away. So if he could get it, make him breathe right away, um, get him get him sprinting right away. That you know, I think that's what he wants to do. So we're not going to see a fifth round of this one, are we? I I I doubt it. I don't think so. I think either DC finishes them in the first three rounds, probably the first two. Or, you know, if Derek Lewis lands one of those those money shots, it, it could be a quick night. All right, that, that's interesting. Because uh, from my point of view, just looking at the numbers, the histories, the sizes, uh, what just happened four weeks ago, I feel like this whole fight is just a big mismatch. I, I, I think DC is just too well-rounded. He has a lot of power at heavyweight, probably more though so than even when he was in the light heavyweight. And he, I think he think he takes him down and finishes him, you know, him finishes Lewis early by ground and pound, or maybe even submits the Black Beast. What do you see this? I mean, yeah, I think I definitely agree with you. I think it, it's a little bit of a mismatch. But like I said, um, Derek always has a puncher's chance, and it's MMA. Anything happens, people surprise you. You know, people do rise to the occasion. Maybe Derek believes this is his time and this is his destiny, and sometimes. Uh, just believing that will, will take you, you know, a long way. So you just never know in MMA. Anything can happen. We could both be wrong. But uh, smart money is definitely on DC on this fight. Yeah. And, you know, this is one of those things that when I first heard about the fight, I was really excited because, you know, it's fun watching Derek Lewis. Started looking at the numbers more and more carefully and, you know, everything. And it's like, wow, okay, I don't know about this. But like you said, I guess we'll see. This is MMA. Anything can happen. I guess we're both on the DC train on this one. So. Yeah, I'm definitely a fan of both guys, though, and, and it'd be great to see an awesome fight. And Derek Lewis does have heart, you know. He's been pushed and, and like into those later rounds before, and you think he's going to quit, and he could take a punch, and maybe he could make a fight out of this. Yeah, maybe he can take uh, the punches coming from Cormier. All right, so there you have it. It looks like we're both here on DC train. We think he's going to take it. Now, before we go on to our, our next our next fight, please take the time to visit us at MMAMath.xyz. Listen to last week's podcast where Joel tells us about his experiences as an MMA fighter and what he went through to become a fighter and what to expect. We also have some really cool stuff there. So again, please check us out. We are MMAMath.xyz. All right, Joel. So let's talk about the second fight, and that's the Brunson versus Adesanya. Bronson is pretty much the local fighter in this one. He's making his way from North Carolina. Adesanya is coming all the way from Nigeria. All right, so in, in this case, starting with Bronson here, he has a really good record. He's a veteran. He's, he's with 18 and 6. 
He has wins over the Dragon, Lyoto Mishida, and Lawrence Larkin. However, he's coming off a loss. He got knocked out in the first round by Ronaldo Salsa. However, you know, it's been a while now. That's like nine months ago. And that's the same guy he lost during the strike four days. So maybe Ronaldo just has his number. What is his mindset coming into this fight? Yeah, it's definitely his mind is probably, you know, he's definitely has some pressure on him, you know, coming off, like you said, coming off a loss. I think he's kind of been up and down his last few fights, wins and losses. So uh, I think this is definitely, in his mind, probably a must win. But it's a good opportunity, too. You're fighting an um, undefeated fighter, uh, a fighter with a lot of hype. So it's definitely some pressure on him, but but the reward, you know. it's And then it's a risk, too, because this kid's undefeated. Like you said, he's never lost. But the reward, you know, puts him back right on track, you know, if he, if he beat, if he takes this kid out and uh, – and it puts him right there back on, on at the top of the, the division. Do the nine, nine months off, uh, are do, are those a factor in this fight for, for uh, Derek Brunson? They could be, you know. Um, it could be some ring rust, but maybe you never know if he was coming off an injury. Well, obviously he was cause coming off the knockout. So it could be in his benefit, though. When you, when you get knocked out, you definitely need to take some time off. Sometimes fighters make the mistake, you know, because they want to get back in there right away and, and erase that defeat, you know, um, overcome that defeat. But um, sometimes it's good once you've been knocked out to take some time off, let your brain rest and heal up, you know, so so that doesn't happen again so easily. In his case, it's kind of good for recovery for the head, but maybe the ring rust could, could play a factor in this fight. Now, on the other side of the cage is Israel Adesanya, the last style bender. He's undefeated. 14-0, but he fights like a veteran, like someone who's seen it all. Uh, he has just fought four months ago. He took a unanimous decision over Brad Tavares. Before that, he had a split decision over Mar Martin Vittori. The thing is, he's, his wins seem effortless. Uh, tough fights, but he makes him seem like he's having fun in there. What's his mindset in this this fight? Yeah, he's a confident fighter. You know, he he is like you said. He seems like a veteran. He is a veteran. He has so many kickboxing fights, right? He's been in. It's a little bit different from MMA, but that that experience, those championship fights. You know, I don't know how many. I think he had like fifty something kickboxing fights. I think I heard. Um, so he's definitely a veteran. He's on a good streak right now, fourteen now. So um, his mind is confident. He's oozing confidence. You know, he's believing in himself, and in his mind, he he's going to be the world champion. You know, and and this is just another stepping stone on the way to the belt. You think there's a lot of pressure to to keep that that fourteen and O record, or does that not really have a factor in this fight? It just depends who you are. You know, some people handle. There's definitely pressure when you're fourteen and O, but some people handle it better, and he seems to handle it pretty good. And we'll figure out, um, you know, how he handles it that night. In terms of size, Adesanya is three inches taller and has a three-inch reach advantage. He's pretty much built like a young John Jones, kind of tall, kind of lanky. Uh, Brunson, on the other hand, is a little bit more compact uh, with more of a wrestler type of body. What does this tell us, Joe? A wrestler type versus a tall, lanky fighter? Yeah, definitely. Israel's going to have the advantage, right, with this with this um, size, with this um, being tall and, and lengthy. Um, but, you know, Derek is going to want to take this down, you know. So I think it's going to kind of work in his favor. He's finding a, a longer guy because it's going to be easier to set up shots to the legs and get on the legs. Now, finishing might be hard, you know what I mean? But I think he's going to get to the legs a lot easier. So 
that could the, that size advantage could be in the grappling aspect as far it could it could uh, be in his advantage, right? He could get the takedown easier. Actually, opens up submissions too. When a, a guy with longer arms, longer legs, it's easier to attack submissions, longer neck. But as far as striking, yeah, um, Israel's going to have the advantage there because he gets the reach and and the quickness. And actually, you know, he's obviously the better striker, anyways. But um, yeah, so that as far as size, that's that's how that's going to play out. Now, what about endurance? This is scheduled for three rounds. For the style bender, he's only seen the third round twice. Uh, but it's kind of the way he fights. You know, again, it's like effortless. It doesn't seem like he's using too much energy. Uh, on the other side of the cage, for Brunson, he's has seen the third round twice, I believe. Uh, those include fights with Anderson Silva and Lawrence Larkin. Who wins the endurance battle in this one? I think both guys will be pretty pretty good for three rounds, you know. I think... Uh... Israel, you know, he's like a veteran, right? He's been in so many kickboxing fights. He's not going to get tired. And Derek Bronson being a wrestler, you know, knowing how to go at a, at a fast pace and and having that mess wrestler mentality, he, I don't think he, he'll tire it out very much either. So I think uh, both guys would be all right. Um, pretty even, I would say. Unless Derek could take him down and, and maybe he could guess him out that way, you know, because Israel wants to be on his feet, more comfortable striking. He fights at a certain pace that he likes. So if, if Bronson could clinch him up, make it a dirty fight right off the bat, stay in his face, wrestle with them, take him down, mix in shots, grapple, make it a grappling contest, then um, the conditioning might come into, into favor for him. Oh. Now, stylistically, Bronson is a southpaw. He kind of swarms fighters. He's relentless, just like a wrestler, but almost careless, kind of opens himself up in the process. The style bender, on the other hand, is methodical. He's calculating and moves quickly, but he has he does it with purpose. He's very unique in how he fights. He's just so focused, but not in a boring way. What do you see, Joe? Yeah, I think uh, definitely Derek's gonna have to um, be careful when he when he bun rushes in. You know, I think he wants to be a little bit more uh, technical as he's coming in and closing the distance. But I think he wants to set up shots or or, or get Israel on the cage and try to take him take him down from there you know yeah he definitely can't be too wild in this fight or he, he'll pay the price with the you know clean precision striking from israel so knowing that brunson is fighting this calculating type of fighter who thinks a lot but actually you know does things when he's thinking he doesn't doesn't get you know caught in the headlights if you're brunson what's your strategy just like i said you know close the distance uh stay in his face m maybe clinch up Get him against the cage, grapple with them, um, you know, pumble with them, make those arms tired. Just make it a grappling match, especially right off the bat. If you can make it a grappling match, get them tired right off the bat. Those strikes, you know, might not be as crisp and as clean the next couple of rounds. So if he could uh, take him down and make him carry his weight and gas him out like that, I think that'd be, you know, his best bet. Just make it a grappling match, wrestling match. I think that's what Derek Bronson's uh, game plan should be. What if you're the style bender? Do you fight like you always do? Or do you change your style for someone who likes to swarm his opponent? How would you approach the fight if you were Israel Adesanya? Like I said, just, just fight at his pace. Do what he does. Um, obviously, <laughs> don't make it a grappling match. Uh, stay away. Use your, your distance. Use your timing. Just fight at your pace. Yeah, keep it, like I said, keep your distance. Use that jab. He has a good left hand. Just use that jab. Keep him at bay with your jab. 
don't let Derek close the distance or, or, or getting too close, you know. Make him fight at a certain range, at his range and at his pace. And I think uh, if he could keep it like a slow-paced fight, and I think that would be in his favor. I think that that's his best bet. And I don't think I've seen Adesanya in the ground. Um, is this going to be a problem if, like, Brunson t- gets him down? I mean, I don't think he's ever been tested. Do you think that Brunson gets his chance to test him in the ground? If, if Brunson gets him down, it's definitely going to test him. I doubt that Israel has really great jiu-jitsu off his back. You know, um, some guys with a good submission or a good ground game, like some guys are considered to have a really good ground game, right? The good submissions. They might have like 10 submissions, but it's from like a, a, a dominant position, you know, mainly from being on top. There's a, there's not there's very few guys that are really good off their back. So I think if he gets taken, if it goes to the ground, obviously Derek's probably be the one on top and and he's going to be at a disadvantage being off his back. I, I don't see his jiu-jitsu being that top-notch off his back. Are we going to see a third round on this one? Uh, yeah, I think we could. I think it could be a third round for either guy. could be a third round for Derek if he takes it down and he's beat him up for three rounds on top. Or maybe he submits. Or if, or if Israel keeps on his feet, maybe he picks him apart for three rounds. Or, you know, you it could be a third three round for either guy. And it could be, a, you know, a quick night for either guy too. All right, Joe. So from my point of view, looking at the numbers, histories, and the sizes, I think, like we said, I think the style bender gets tested here. I think Brunson has the experience. He has a swarming style that can throw someone like the style bender off where he's more calculating. You swarm somebody like that, you might throw him off. However, I think he catches Brunson as he swarms in. And he probably repeatedly does this through the entire three rounds. I say the style bender wins this one. I think, I think it's going to be a decision, but I think he wins this fight. You know, some of the fights I saw with Brunson, he seems to open himself up when he comes in. So a calculating fighter like the style bender, I think he'll catch him. How do you see it? Yeah, I think that if he's going to win, it's, it's definitely like how you predict it. Um, but I kind of think it's a, it's a tough one. Both guys have a good chance of winning. But I think Bronson, I kind of I kind of like him in this fight. If he can make it ugly, but be careful and not be too reckless in there. If you could take him down or clinch him up, if he get if he could get a takedown, you know, off the bat, I think it's gonna have some problems for um, Israel. So I think he takes him down. I think he's a good enough wrestler to get him down. And like he's 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 had good fights before too, like tough fighters. He's been tested. So I think he this time I think he he gets he gets it down. I think he he wins a he either wins a three round decision being on top or or he finishes them with the submission. All right, there you have. It looks like. Joe takes Brunson. I take the style bender. I guess we'll see. Okay, so before we go meet the fans this time, Joe, just a reminder to everyone who we are. We are MMA Math, and we can be found at MMAMath.xyz. Check us out. Read our blogs. Uh, We got some cool stuff there. Again, that's at MMAMath.xyz. Okay, Joe, time to meet the fans. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. This question comes from Fresno, California. And Richard says here, he says, Joe, you never been really a trash talker in any part of your career, at least that that he knows. And he wants to know if anybody has ever trash talked to you. And if so, how did you respond? Because we never heard about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, not so much. Not really, actually. Um, I've had some people kind of trash talk in interviews, you know, like I've heard, I would listen to interviews they would do and I've heard them, you know, say some tr- trash talk during the interviews, but... 
not too much like in, in person, like if we're doing media or anything, nothing like that. Not like person to person. The only time kind of um, somebody kind of trash talked to me was uh, Joe Warren. Actually, when I fought Joe Warren on my way to the cage, he was cussing at me, screaming at me, and uh, going off trash talking from the cage as I was walking up. I, I then I started to actually trash would talk back, you know, during the fight and uh, put a beating on him for that first round. But he actually ended up winning, so maybe that was kind of his game plan and kind of maybe he dig it in my head a little bit, but I don't know. I kind of thought it made me fight better. Usually if I did tra- do talk trash, it would be in the cage. I've, I've done that before a few times, but that's usually to motivate myself, not like being disrespectful or anything. I, although I would say disrespectful things in the cage. Um, it was more to motivate myself because I was scared or something or I didn't, I needed a little burst of energy or some, you know what I mean? I need to wake up. So I would trash talk just to wake myself up in the cage. But after the fight or before the fight, I never really did, you know. Um, after the fight, I'm always respectful and everything. And before the fight, the same. the same. I try to keep it all respect. But in the cage, it's kind of, you lose your mind a little bit while you're in there. So I've, I've done it before in the cage. And I don't think anybody else has ever talked to me in the cage. I'm usually doing it talking if I do. All right. So... There you go. Um, so if you have questions for Joe, please uh, go to our webpage and, and send them in. And hopefully next time we'll read one of your questions and Joe will give it a shot again. All right. That does it for today. Thanks for listening. Until next time, fight on. <laughs>